spin. Where did you dig up that old fossil? Going to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. That's no moon. We're all fine here now, thank you. How are you? Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vadabonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. And as I told you last week on Media Nerds, I have been fooling around a little bit with uh, TikTok, with that uh, my kid's favorite app. Uh, and it's a lot of fun. I've actually found there to be quite a bit of Star Wars-related content on TikTok, uh, which is really, I've never really cool. seen any of it. Well, I've never seen any. Yeah, and I guess you could probably search the hashtags to find some of it. But there's everything from discussions about the movies, people posting opinions about different things. I'm actually thinking of using it as a way to promote this podcast if I can figure out uh, what to do. But it, there's like people who are like just talking about different things. Um, there's one one girl who's just obsessed with Darth Vader. And she just posts fun, fun facts about Darth Vader. And she pulls from all kinds of different stuff. The, the comic books, the books, uh, canon, non-canon, all kinds of stuff. So that's really interesting. Um, there's, of course, cosplay as well is a big part of it. Um, so a lot of people with their different cosplay uh, creations. One woman who's basically created really, really great cosplays is every single female character basically in Star Wars. So Rey, Jin, um, uh, Princess Leia, like everybody you can think of. Uh, so yeah, it's a lot of fun. I've been kind of, and now that I've, of course, now that I've started following some of these people, it's just serving me up more and more. So there's like an endless amount of Star Wars related content on TikTok. So what did you search to find them? I didn't search anything. It just, it just all of a sudden. Oh, it just started popping up. Yeah. And so, and that's, that's what's kind of weird about it. Like this algorithm seems to be really, really accurate as far as like serving me what I like. And it also started showing up, um, stuff about video games, retro video games, which is what my other podcast is about. Um, like it just does a great job of kind of like, you know, showing you content that you are actually interested in. So I don't know how, um, how it's going to play out as far as I don't see any ads on it yet. And I'm sure that's coming at some point, but, um, I don't know, uh, how that's going to change. And of course, you know, we all know that once advertising gets involved, the algorithm kind of changes for the worse. And certainly what's happened on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, but anyway, yeah, lots of cool, just, you can just search out, uh, Star Wars hashtags on, on TikTok. You can find some really cool stuff. Oh, I will do that. I, I don't really look at TikTok that much. And, uh, the algorithm for me has never really probably the problem is that I followed celebrities to start with, uh, like, like the Howie Mandels of the world. Yeah, and now stuff. you get nothing but uh, right. America's Got Talent related. Stuff. People, yeah, well, I people do. Singing. I guess, yeah, 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 I do. There's definitely like that element to it uh, for sure, and also stuff um, because uh, it's a bunch of our students on there. Then I get like other people of about that age yeah. doing the stuff that they like to do, which by definition is nothing I'm interested in. Yeah, so, I agree. Uh, I, I, got, so, I got a little bit of that as well, and I quickly unfollowed those that kind of stuff because it's not it's not my cup of tea. But yeah, uh, it, it is. There is a there is a uh, a group of older people on there. Uh, it is showing me videos from people closer to our age in their forties and fifties, and uh, and people who are actually uh, interested in the same stuff. So it's it, there is there is a community of older people on TikTok. It's not just for kids. Have you shot a video? I did one video of my my son was playing Cuphead. Have you ever played Cuphead? Uh, it's a video. It's an indie video game. It's really cool. It looks like um, it looks the the video game looks like uh, old school animation, like old school Mickey Mouse kind of animation. You know that kind of thing. And you play this as a character called Cuphead. You're just basically a guy with a cup for a head, and uh, you have to basically. It's 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 a really really hard uh, platformer. Like it's very it's notorious for being super difficult. 
Um, and so Luke was playing it on uh, on the Xbox, and um, and then my cat Dottie, who's somewhere around here, uh, likes to chase the characters on the screen. She likes to to do that. Aww. So very, which is great because it kind of reminded me of. When I was a kid, I used to play the the Atari Yars Revenge. Actually, I remember specifically the game Yars Revenge, which was basically a mosquito. <laughs> your mosquito flying around the screen, and there's this hum, the sound. And my cat, when I was a kid, would jump up and chase the bug around the screen when I played Yars Revenge. So that kind of brought me back to the, my childhood. Anyway, I posted a video of that. I added some. It allowed me to add some Tom and Jerry music to it. So I did that, and that's the only video I posted on TikTok so far. And what's this about your cat chasing an electrified hamster wheel? Oh, that was a joke. <laughs> what the hell is that? Well, that was a joke. I was I was thinking about the far side for some reason because the far side recently started publishing again, and so I had took this photo of of my, our hamster Timbit in the in his hamster ball, and then uh, uh, Dottie just likes to watch him like she doesn't actually do anything. Uh, <laughs> so he runs around in that ball, and then the cat just watches it happen. She watches him very carefully. She knows that she can't get to him in the in the ball, so I know she's just waiting for her opportunity. Does she for... want to eat him? I don't know. Would she eat him? I don't know. I really don't. She does this. She literally doesn't try to like get in anywhere. She, she knows she can't. Um, but that was just a joke about like it look, it look in the photo. It looks as though she's about to pounce on it. And I just thought, well, what would what would Gary Larson say about the situation? So I was kind of trying to channel my inner Gary Larson because he started making comics again, as we as we may have heard. Um, Gary Larson started posting Far Side again, which is excellent. So that's all that was. It's just a it's joke. a funny photo you posted. Yeah. I mean, when I first saw it, I I wasn't one hundred percent sure if it was like if it was legit or if it or if that was like <laughs> or if that was. Well, I knew you just got a cat, and we just got a couple cats yeah. too. So I was like, is this something you buy for the cat? Like, is this, a, <laughs> is this like oh. an animatronic? And I thought it was an animatronic oh, no. something. I've had the hamster, I didn't think for, it was I've a, had the hamster for a long time now. The hamster's been around for longer than the cat, for sure. I didn't even know it was a real oh, hamster. Sorry. I was like, what is this? This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> to me, you know what it looked like? It looked like uh, the remote-controlled BB-8. Right. It could, a little it could bit. Definitely, I'm sure you can buy yeah, some yeah. of that out there. I, that's what I sort of had in mind. But when it, did you say it was electrified? Or it was, that was the a joke. That was the joke part. It was not electrified. Oh, oh but it should be electrified. Well, it was, the, the, the joke was if the cat, the cat was about to pounce and get electrocuted. That's it. Okay, but but it goes on hamster power and not any other. There's no. You're reading way too much into this. There's no electric there. power. There's no gas. No. You don't have to fill it up with gas. No, the hamster moves around on his own. All right, let's. Yeah, that was this. pretty good. I like that. All right, I like good. That. Glad I explained it to you. Now that I explained it to you, you understand oh, it. Put it good. on TikTok. I can't. It can't do photos on TikTok. You just, just do. Um, um, no, but the but the hamster doing the thing. Oh yeah, I, I can do that. Yeah, I can yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's got to okay, come off. Here's, let me pitch you my what I what With I would music. like to do. Here's what, what I would like to do on TikTok. I was thinking about this. Like, what kind of content could I post? And one of the biggest things on TikTok is dubbing. So you basically take a line, like a, an audio clip of a dialogue from a movie or TV show, and you mouth the words and you make it look like you're saying it. Um, which is, there was another app that did this as well, as well a number of years ago, and I can't remember what, what it was called. But um, I would like to do that with Star Wars scenes and basically reenact Star Wars scenes with kind of goofy props to make me look at like different characters. This is what you see people talking to themselves. They have like, they cut to the other angle. There's this one guy that basically, he, when he plays a female character and he's got a huge beard, this one guy I follow, when he plays a female character, he just kind of takes a, a, a cloth and puts it on his head like it's hair. It's so bad, but it's funny. Uh, so I was thinking I could do that with, with like Yoda ears or something like that and play Yoda. Um, but the problem is there is no... Um, dialogue from any star wars movies on the app and you can't upload your own audio 
to the app. So I, I can't. It's, it's unfortunate because there's stuff from like stuff from Brooklyn Nine Nine and Friends and The Office and all kinds of TV shows, but there's nothing from Star Wars as far as I can tell. So when you, how does this work? You when you um, hit the I'm recording the video thing or whatever. Where do you find the movie clips? What's it's that? Just a, it says sounds, and then you look in sounds. And then if I search Star Wars, all I get are Star. I get lots of Star Wars music. There's tons of Star Wars music on there. I don't know if it's like populated by a different app. Um, in that case of that, when it comes to dialogue, I have not found. I've actually not found any dialogue that I wanted to use at this point. So I'm not sure. I haven't really explored it too much. But that's kind of what I would like to do: is do different Star Wars scenes and that kind of stuff, but be, make it funny. Are sounds and music, dialogue and music, separate, or are they together? I think they've got to be together. There's no thing that here that says dialogue. It's been so long since I looked at it, I didn't remember. No, it's it's not. Uh... Yeah, there's nothing here. Like I can't see. All it all seems to be about music at, at first. So I have to do some more digging in here. But anyway, that's that's my – so keep an eye out for my TikToks. I should actually be trying to uh thing I would, love to, I would love to be able to upload clips from our podcast and do it with that. You know, that kind of stuff. Like I, I just wish they would allow you to upload your own music, but I'm sure there's copyright issues. Or, yeah, that's, you know, I'm sure that's, that's the problem. Right. And now that now they're thinking about banning TikTok. Right. And, uh, yeah, of course. There's all of that stuff. So, uh, <laughs> like, who knows? Listen to our podcast last week when we talked more about that. All right. Let's get into some Star Wars news. Um, hey, big announcement this week. Your favorite uh, group of clone troopers are getting their own series. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Uh, the bad Does batch. It, nobody wants this. Well, apparently people people are excited about it. this. Is what I've read. People are excited about it. So the bad batch, which is like the first five episodes of the new season of Clone Wars, and uh, for those who haven't watched it, these are these are like clone troopers who are different. They're a little bit different. Everyone they have their own individual looks. One of them looks like Rambo. One of them looks like um, a big muscly guy, <laughs> which is also Rambo, but the, the bigger, the thing- bigger, more muscles than that. The uh, thing that makes them different is that they're the same as the Teenage Mutant Ninja right, Turtles. That, that was it. You compared them to yes. the Ninja Turtles. Plus, so there's plus one, one, there's a tech, there's one that's a tech guy. There's, yeah. They all have their own set of skills, right? So it's not like all the clone troopers are the same. These ones were bred differently or something. Or something was oh. changed about them to make them look different and have them different skills. So that a bad, was... A bad batch of bread. Well, we also called it the bad batch of episodes because it was not uh, it was not the strongest episodes in that season. And this, of course, was the um, the uh, the episodes that were like already in production before the series got canceled. So when they showed animatics of it, uh, that was uh, that was what it was. And they basically kind of carried this all the way through. So they animated it, and made it the first few episodes of season ten or season ten, season five. What season was it? Seven, whatever. The final season. I don't know. Anyway. Um, but that that is the uh, the news here. So they are gonna and it's gonna be coming to Disney Plus next year, um, and it's gonna be probably in the same style, I would imagine, as the Clone Wars, very similar style. Uh, and I don't know if Dave Filoni's on board to produce it or not. I should have more information about this, but I don't. I have a, I have a different article in front of me, which is uh, says this is from Inverse. First of all, okay, we'll, we'll come to this in a second. First of all. Are you excited about this? Or are you, you upset about no. this? Or no, you don't care about it. No, I think this is a. I mean, the only thing that could have been worse. Is if they would have based this whole series based on those two, the two episodes of the Clone Wars, 
in the last season with the two sisters who dumped the spice. Oh, the Spice Girls. That, well, that, that, that would have been worse. Okay, but th- this hey, is only one step above they could, that. They could, they could still do that as well, right? Like, they could still. I, I saw that and I was like, I thought they were punking us, to tell you the truth. Oh, really? I thought, I thought, I thought, I, I mean, I don't know anybody who really loved that little arc. I mean, it was fine, but... Uh, I, I like a whole series. I I just can't imagine it. I don't. Th- I can't imagine watching it. And I know I couldn't help but notice the big joke online because people, you know, people who aren't fans of Star Wars weren't aware of this. And the joke is the bad bitch <laughs> is the joke. And if that, and if you look at it fast, it actually lo- the logo looks like that. It looks like it says the bad bitch if you look <laughs> if you look kind of quickly. Well. Uh, so this, this article from um, Inverse actually says that the Bad Batch series will fix Star Wars canon in three crucial ways. And so I guess it's a bit of a listicle. Should what? I, I should what have done they? this uh, as clickbait. Um, okay, so the first will, number three, explore how the Republic became the Empire. So because this series takes place after Order 66, so it's, presumably it'll take place after the um after uh, Revenge of the Sith, basically. So it will take place in that kind of time period between Revenge of the Sith and I guess the next thing we get is Solo, right, as far as the timeline goes. So there's maybe a 10-year gap there that we've not seen anything happening in. So we'll be able to explore that a little bit better. And with that, it'll explain better how the Empire becomes, or how the Republic becomes the Empire. Because at the end of Revenge of the Sith, we see, you know, there's all these kind of you see you see the start of it, but um, but then it kind of goes to like you know how do they actually get the power? We do we know that they didn't dissolve the Senate or whatever it was. What does he say here? Um, oh, the Senate is in, in a New Hope. Paul Patine dissolves the Senate off screen, which means the regional governors now have direct control. So that's when the actual empire starts in earnest, right? That's what that's what it is. That's what it becomes a totalitarian. My, my brain glazes over at that roundtable wow. discussion. Since I was since I was nine years old, I've been blocking that discussion <laughs> out of my head as I watched that film. So right. so if this, I guess that could be one good thing that this series could do is is show show us and not make us listen to the right. Well, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that like we have more to explore in that time period than anything else, and, and you know there's a bit of a a gap there that they could fill in. Um, I, and you're like, well, maybe we don't need to fill in that gap, which is, which well, is I mean, I, I'm all for filling in that gap, but with the bad batch, I'm just, well, the thing I just, is, the bad I just batch, wasn't convinced about this storyline from this, the get this article, this article compares them to the star, the A team of star Wars. Right. Which is, exactly. You know, my right. question is, which one is, which one is B.A. Brockus and do they have to drug him to get him on a spaceship? And, uh, uh... So oh. I used to love that. That was my favorite part of that show. We used to when he used to drug Mr. T to make him fall asleep, so he <laughs> had to fly. I loved that so much when I was a kid. It was so funny. Um, and they would trick him. Remember that they would like trick him into like he's like I don't I don't like that. I won't have that burger. And they switch their burgers and they all take a bite of it. Somehow he's the only one who falls asleep. That was awesome. Anyway, uh, number two, more. We'll learn more about the crime syndicate. So again, this takes place. Again, leading up to Solo, in which we have a, you know, we see Crimson Dawn and we see that kind of stuff. We, we learn that, that Darth Maul is involved in those crime syndicates. Um, they kind of left that open-ended at the end of Clone Wars, so there's still room for more Maul to come back in the series. Of course he will. Of course. Of course and, he will. And, and Ahsoka will yeah. as well. Ahsoka will be yeah, in there as course. well. So this right. will continue forward with a lot of us. We probably will even see, like, Rex and some of those guys pop yeah. up as well. So there will be that kind of thing. So that's another thing that, that could uh, help us out. And it will also, um, also help to distinguish between, like, how do clones 
become stormtroopers, right? That's something that they've never really talked about in Star Wars. So, you know, we know that clones, uh, obviously they're clones of Jango Fett. They're, they're bred to be, they're grown and bred to be soldiers and they have like no free will in that way. Um, those are gone at the end of uh, Revenge of the Sith. In the new trilogy, we we were told that these are um, these stormtroopers are like conditioned from childhood. They're kidnapped and conditioned from childhood, like like Finn is uh, to be a stormtrooper. But in the era of a new hope of the first trilogy, um, as Solo does confirm this, people just would volunteer to join the Empire. Like people just volunteer and cons- and and they probably was some conscription and some some drafting of soldiers. But people would just sign up to be a stormtrooper. I think they explained it. Uh, I, I mean, nobody likes this, but they explained it in a video game. And I think I can't remember what it was called. It was the Xbox game with three clone troopers, and you and one threw the grenades, and one did something else, and one did something else. And I think, if memory serves me right, that was the first video game that had General Grievous in it. Oh, cool! And, and there's like a couple things like that that were in the game. And I do believe I now I might be mistaking it with a with with a different Star Wars game. But in there, I think they had, they showed like a montage or they at least discussed it where it was like, after a while, the cloning technology got watered down and it (laughs) it wasn't as good. And like they had an explanation as to why suddenly stormtroopers couldn't shoot to save their (laughs) lives. Like that, that, but that... I just chalked that, they... chalk that up to shitty training. Like, let, let's turn these guys out so quickly. We don't have time to train them how to shoot properly. We just want to get them in uniform and get them out on the, you know, standing around looking. Because they look scary. Like, stormtroopers look scary. But when you actually go up against them, they're not much to, to, to be afraid of. There was some attempt at explanation somewhere. I think it was that video game, but I might be wrong. Okay. But, but I think that's what we're talking about. And, I th- and probably, yeah, that probably would be a storyline that uh, that would be fitting. And since the Bad Batch, the whole idea is they reject the notion of them being kind of a collective, I guess, that they're, they kind of reject that and they're their own, but who are something the bad, went wrong. Like, who are the Bad Batch working for after Order 66? Themselves, right? Well, yeah, that's the, that's the question, right? So I think there's a there's potential there. I think that, you know, it's, it's a shame that those, ep- those episodes are kind of poorly done, but um, uh, only only by my standards. Well, I mean, and, and a lot of people liked them. I still haven't watched them. Maybe I will now. Uh, but I just think that um, you know, it, they, it's good they're they're kind of keeping the content going. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, I saw another piece actually that talked about how Solo is proof that we're Star Wars spoiled. So we've talked about this many many times in this podcast as far as how we have like a a glut of Star Wars content. We did anyway at the time that Solo came out. And it, Solo, of course, did not do well at the box office. People had had too much Star Wars at that point. Um, so they kind of Bad marketing. Off. Bad, Bad marketing, marketing. But also... New timing. It was too soon after The the Last Jedi. Uh, the Last Jedi itself divided fans and kind of soured a bunch of people on Star Wars. So a bunch of kind of negative things. But, but uh, in, you know, we've said it many times, it's a good movie. Like, Solo is solid it was on tv the other day and i caught a bit of it and it's just fun it's just a fun movie so but but because we're so spoiled with all the star wars content you know so many people can just kind of come forward and say oh this is awful and talk about how about how much it sucks but i i think it's still good and in fact it, it kind of what i feel like and then we'll talk about this i'm sure once once they make more announcements going forward about what's coming and i do have a rumor that i want to talk about in a second but um i feel like 
the standalone movies would be a smarter way to go than to make another trilogy. Like, I wish they would just kind of keep doing standalone movies and that would be it for Star Wars. I don't think we need to have, like, big trilogies or, like, you know, I could see them trying to do maybe a, an Avengers type of thing where they have standalone films and then bring it all together in a, you know, a, a shared universe kind of thing. They could try doing that as well. If it, if it works, it's if it works, everybody's all for it. And if it doesn't work, they think it, everything's a terrible idea. And that's always the right. problem. Yeah. Like, you don't really know. The proof is in the finished product and i think um because the latest uh trilogy was kind of a mixed bag i mean i don't think anybody would disagree with that with with the fact that it was a mixed bag right but so was the prequels the prequels were as well so and star wars survived the prequels it will survive this and it will keep going and people will still go see movies and buy buy merchandise and be star wars fans but i would be more satisfied i think from a story point of view with just seeing a standalone Star Wars movie. It doesn't need to be like a like a like the classic George Lucas cliffhanger type of thing that he used to do. You know, it can just be a, a story, just a two hour story. That's all we need. And that certainly the um, the Mandalorian is proof that they can do kind of a smaller story segments like that, like like in the for, form of a TV show on the Mandalorian. But they can still do that as far as the movie goes as well. Um, speaking of that, there's a, a rumor. I don't know if you heard this one about uh, some changes coming to Lucasfilm. So um, there's an online rumor that said there's suggests there's a, this is completely speculation. None of this is confirmed, of course, and I I doubt the veracity of some of it. But um, it says there's an inner divide in Lucasfilm and that they may try to erase the sequel trilogy and also fire Kathleen Kennedy um, uh, before no. her, her contract is up. Her contract is up next year. Uh, 2021 and then um and i mean it all sounds like bs now this one says this this article is actually an update that says um that uh the sequel trilogy will not be erased but would be ignored so they won't make anything else building upon this trilogy with ray and finn and poe and all those things it'll be like they'll create something new completely new and go off in a different direction I think they went back and forth so many times on that last trilogy. Like, I think the J.J. Abrams, Ryan Johnson kind of like erasing each other's movies is was such that I think now you could do another sequel trilogy and you could undo whatever you wanted. I mean, that's the problem. <laughs> that's the well, but people, problem. The thing is, people could, didn't could... like that. Like, I think overall, even though, even though you know, there were so many people who were angry at what the Last Jedi did when they go back to try and fix that, people didn't like that either. So they right. don't like the idea of just erasing things that happened in the previous movie. They want Star Wars to make sense, and nothing about the Last Jedi. Well, some things make sense, but a lot of what, I'm um, sorry, the Rise of Skywalker. A lot of the stuff that happens there doesn't really make sense in the in the scheme of things, right? How does Palpatine uh, come back, right? All that crap. Um, so, um, so yeah, the, this one says that uh, this is another person kind of addressing rumors. Says that Kathy Kennedy's contract will not be uh, terminated. In fact, it will be renewed. But then they go on to predict that uh, uh, this is and this is where it gets really ridiculous, in my opinion. Um, after Kathy Kennedy steps down or, or retires or whatever, uh, then it'll be um, John Favreau and uh, Dave Filoni running Lucasfilm, which I'm like, well, I don't did know. Dave Filoni write this article? I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you know what's interesting? No, it was Herb Scribner. And this is from Desert News. Um, but uh, what's interesting about that is I've been watching uh, with Luke. My son Luke um, has been watching Avatar, not the James Cameron film. 
not the uh, not the last Airbender, the uh, M Night Shyamalan movie, but in fact the animated series Avatar: The Last Airbender, which the movie was based on, and is actually my my older son Jack points out that it's not an anime. It's got the style of an anime, but it's not because it was an American TV show. And Dave Filoni worked on that, and I see Dave Filoni's name come up quite often as we're watching the credits of of Avatar, and it's actually a pretty good show, I would say. So he does some good work there. I don't think Dave Filoni's a bad director or producer or anything like that but uh I, no. think he, I think he wears a goofy hat that's all i'll say he wears a goofy hat but he uh I, you know i don't uh, i don't uh, you know it, it, i would say the work that he does at lucasfilm is somewhat you can predict sort of where it's going based on the track record and i wish that weren't the case like i'm wor- i don't want the mandalorian to become a sequel to rebels you know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't need to Whereas see he, Ezra. Whereas he seems to really want to tie it all together, right? You well, get that, his you know, like, stories. Yeah, you get that feeling yeah. that, and he want he wants to. So if he, like the Bad Batch, if he is behind that that series, he's going to want to tie. Is he not? Well, I don't, he's probably a producer on it, but I don't know if he's going to yeah. be directly involved. But um, but he is going to want that to tie into Clone Wars, and and probably tie it into Rebels as well because that's the, the that, that will bridge the gap between those two animated series. Um, so I don't know about that, but I just, uh, I don't know. I just think that, uh, I don't think John Favreau is going to want to head up a studio anytime soon. I don't think he's done filmmaking. I think he's going to want to do something else at some point. Like he's only been, it's just a one series he's working on. He's not like, you know, he's a, he's a Hollywood director. He wants to do some more directing. I mean, that's all I mean, it sounds like whatever, whoever wrote this, that's what they wish would happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the old. I'm going to write the article that says what I wish would happen and say it's going to happen. And then maybe I'll, I'll influence it yeah. in some way. And that's what it sounds like to me. But uh, I don't. I think there's, first of all, they'd never erase that trilogy. They would make other movies that might reverse decisions that got made in that trilogy. I think that's my that's Yeah, like, well, we know I, that they've I don't, done that before, of course. I don't think Kathleen Kennedy is going to get fired unless she steals some money from Lucasfilm. And then right, right. because regardless, right. regardless of the failure of Solo, it still made money, right? Oh, they're, yeah. they're, not, they're not tanking. They're still like a profitable company and they're still like, you know, there's all kinds of stuff happening with Star Wars, so. Yeah, I think I think we overestimate, we, we, we call, we're willing to call Solo a failure with, uh, and when in fact it made more money than what most movies make yeah, yeah. make and everything, but uh, uh, so I think I don't know. I think I think that is wish. It's all kind of this person's wish for what they would like to happen. I don't think uh, I don't think you can really go by it. And I, I would say, would John Favreau um, want to head up Lucasfilm uh, or uh, is it Lucasfilm? I yeah, guess it is yeah. Lucasfilm. That's what they're saying. Uh, maybe maybe he would, but uh, I think probably there's another. S- Probably a third season of The Mandalorian. I'm guessing that'll be three seasons, but maybe it'll be more. I mean, who knows? Who knows what's But I think you want somebody with to more happen. studio experience to uh, to head up somebody else who's uh, um, who's done more producing than John Farrell. I know that he's done quite a bit of producing at this point, but I don't know. I just think who that knows? It, it, feel, it does feel like a wish list article for sure. Because The Mandalorian is the best thing about Star Wars right now. A lot of people agree on that. Yeah. And and Favreau was responsible for it, right? He is the one who, who brought us The Mandalorian. So that's why people want him to be more involved 
in uh, in Lucasfilm than he is. And of course, Filoni uh, was involved with that too. So before we just say he's a guy in a goofy hat, we have to give him credit for what happens in the Mandalorian. Because, yeah. and, and as I said many times, he's the one out of that group that's actually worked directly with George Lucas and right. has that mo- most you know direct experience. Uh, so what would in the question of what would George do? Filoni's probably got the answer, right? That's yeah. the. He's kind of that portal into what uh, George Lucas. Although I imagine Pablo is as well, but he doesn't get the the um, he doesn't get the uh, attention that uh, that Filoni does. I feel like sometimes Filoni's stealing Pablo's uh, thunder a little bit. He <laughs> talks about all this. He talks about all these facts and stuff about Star Wars. I'm like, dude, you're getting that from Pablo. You're not. You're not remember that stuff yourself. You're, uh, <laughs> Pablo's the one telling you that kind of stuff. He's texting Pablo in the middle of the night. This is my cat. Oh, look the cat. Oh my god, you can actually. Our cats, oh, that's pretty cute. Our cats can't be held because they're still, uh, they're coming out of their being feral. And it's only been six oh, months. No. It's only been six months. So they're they're just getting used to even walking near us. So I can only dream of manhandling my cat like that. Well, she uh, she will now start trying to swat you. On this, oh, she's not going to do that. Actually. No. She's sniffing around. But she does love to walk across my keyboard as oh. I'm on the computer. That's a cat's uh, classic freak, trick. Freak, yeah, frequently turning up. Go, get out of here. Go. Uh, anyway, walk sorry, where you walk where you're looking. That's the that's the oldest trick. Uh, one more piece of news that I want to talk about. Then I want to talk to you about toys. Um, and this is another rumor. So we're addressing all kinds of Star Wars rumors. And this one is that Hayden Christensen will be returning to Star Wars in parts of the Obi Wan Kenobi TV show. That's a rumor that was out last week, um, or actually just a day ago. Um, what do you think of this? Well, so he's. Uh... Um, so what, let's see, just where does that Obi-Wan take place? Do we know for a fact? We actually, we actually don't know. And I, I think you and I both assume that it would take place in the time between, um, the, uh, the, uh, Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, just because that's when he's on Tatooine and he's got nothing else to do. <laughs> so why not give him something some to do right in that time frame? So, but Hayden, so Hayden Christensen would be in the Darth Vader he, outfit. Well, he would already be, he, he would already be Darth Vader at that point. So I don't know if that's, he'd be that's, wearing the outfit or would he be, I don't know. I don't know. See, that's the, that's the question, right? How does, how does Hayden Christensen, or does it, ha- or does he show up as flashbacks? Maybe, maybe Obi-Wan has flashbacks oh. too. That kind of stuff. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe um, we can. Maybe when you uh, uh, join the dark side, your Jedi light side spirit goes elsewhere. Uh, I don't think they want to touch that. That seems like overly complicated stuff that they don't want to. Although they didn't they go there they, in the art of the Force Awakens book, they were gonna go there, where it was like a the Force is like a flickering flame. It's described in the book, and you can see, and Hayden Christensen's face was gonna appear like. See, he he was one of the voices that Ray heard in Rise of Skywalker. Was, was Hayden it? Christensen? Yeah, uh, not not Darth Vader, not James Earl Jones, but Hayden Christensen. And um, <laughs> not Anakin, Hayden Christensen's well, voice. Well, no, <laughs> Darth Vader, Darth Vader is James Earl Jones, right? And, and uh, so I don't know. I, I don't know what else that could mean, uh, or or it could take place during the Clone Wars if we don't know. Like, you know what I mean? It could be part of that. I don't think they would do that. I think they should. You know, this is again, this is my wish list for Star Wars, but. They shouldn't make it during that time where he, where Obi Wan's on on uh, Tatooine, and um, and then if Anakin's involved, it's either in a. I don't think it would be a Force Ghost Anakin. I think it would be either a flashback or right. somehow as Darth Vader. We would see him. Maybe we would see him in like if we're gonna see Darth Vader take off his mask, it would be his face all messed up and like your like your uh, action figure that you have of uh, the burned up. Well, <laughs> burned well up in Anakin. Rogue in Rogue One, they could have done that. 
with Hayden yeah, Christensen right. because yeah. they had the weird mock-up dummy in the back to tank, which I think was only, was not a human, but a just a whatever. CGI. Yeah, yeah, CGI plus. Uh, I think I think I saw like the rubber dummy in some picture where they were. Oh, okay. So so it was like a combination of that stuff. So they could have already done that. I don't know why they would do it now if they didn't do it then. I don't um, know. That's a good question. It's weird. Yeah, flashbacks. That's pr- that's probably pretty good. That's probably the best use that I can think of for mm. bringing them back. But I mean, I yeah, I would love to see Hayden Christensen in another Star Wars something. Yeah, but, it'd be nice to have him back. Yeah, I mean, people. You know, people. As much as people criticize his performance in those movies, um, they most people have kind of forgiven him, and they realize it wasn't necessarily his fault that he was kind of wooden and unemotional. Um, but, uh, they, and they do miss that. I think they just miss having good Anakin, you know, as, as opposed to Darth Vader. So they want to have more about Anakin before he turned. So maybe that's, that's what they're going to do with that. I just, I just thought of a terrible way to bring him into the series to go. It turns out Anakin had a brother, a twin brother named Timmy, who nobody, there goes the cat, who nobody ever met. (laughs) Nobody knew Timmy (laughs) in the original uh, series, but he was around, he was around and, uh, he is Anakin's bad brother. He's a bad bad. <laughs> he's a bad bitch. So if he's if he's Darth Vader's like evil twin brother, what does that make Darth Vader? That's right, exactly. It makes him the good one. Uh, I should mention that I actually played. Um, I've talked about this before. So my son Jack has the Oculus Quest, the VR headset, and as part of that, he has this um, this Vader Immortal Star Wars uh, experience. It's not really a game; it's more of an experience um, <laughs> because it's, it's very difficult to die in this game. Like you basically, they give you tons of tons of opportunity. So I played like I already I only had played the first chapter of it. A while ago when we bought it and i didn't have time to play the other two so there's three chapters i played the second chapter this week uh just because we were kind of hanging around playing around with this vr thing and it's it is quite fun i gotta say it is still really cool to see like you are like interacting with darth vader quite a bit i'm sure that it's not james earl jones doing the voice and it's also not matt sloan who is the other guy the guy who we had at fan quest a, a number of years ago um who does the voice of vader for all the Lego cartoons and a lot of the video games as well. Uh, it wasn't him either. I don't know who it is that do, it was doing the voice of. The only person that got a credit was Maya Rudolph in that uh, in that series, and she plays the droid. She plays the wisecracking oh, droid, man. of course. <laughs> so, oh god! Um, but it's interesting. It, it is an interesting uh, a story. And again, at one point, once all this stuff has been lifted, we'll get you into that headset and you can play along with it as well and try it out because I think that'd be a lot of fun to uh to show people yeah i think i think that would be fun to show people but the, but you're not making it sound like a fun experience you're making it sound no it is it is Maya rudolph shows Maya up rudolph is the why <laughs> so the and it's funny because it's kind of a combination of like the luke and the han solo characters where you're in a ship and you're going to somewhere you have to go to mustafar i don't remember chapter one too much actually you have the droid as your your wisecracking <laughs> droid friend um and you go down to Wait, mustafar, like you're darth you get, vader no, 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 you're not Darth oh. Vader. You're like a, just a guy. You're just a guy oh, and you go down there. And it, it turns out that you uh, have the Force and you all of a sudden, Darth Vader teaches you how to use the Force. What? <laughs> so it's very, it happens very quickly. So, but you can do the cool thing is like using the VR and the, the controls, you can grab rocks and throw them. You can, you can use a lightsaber. You get a cool lightsaber. So there's all kinds of those elements that are really cool. So it does allow you to, to do that stuff. Um, and there's also a Rancor as well, which is really cool. That was a lot of fun with the Rancor. Does Darth Vader ever laugh at the droids' wisecracks? No, Does Darth Vader and the droid them? are never in the same... 
He, the Jordan and Darth uh, Vader are never in the same room for some reason. I don't know why that because is. Because they... there'd be that uncomfortable moment where <laughs> the Sith Lord would just look at the droid and tell him to shut up or something. He yeah, wouldn't. That's right. I don't think. I, I don't think we ever hear Darth Vader share a chuckle with somebody. But he does tell some jokes. He does like it. Well, he had that that awesome joke in in, in Rogue One. Yeah. Don't choke on your aspirations. Ha ha ha. He likes. Uh, that's right. He likes wordplay. He likes puns. He likes, uh, he likes, he likes, he likes to surprise people at the dinner table. He does. He likes physical comedy too. He likes, <laughs> he likes strangling, he likes strangling people for laughs. So, so he's not uh, without a sense of humor. It's just rare that he enjoys someone else's other than his own. Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Before uh, I should ask you, have you gone out to the store and looked at any Star Wars toys uh, in the last little while? Yeah, I've looked a little, um, uh, I have not seen anything amazing. Let me put it that way. I think I've done the old Walmart, GameStop, like the usual stops on the <laughs> on the tour when you go get groceries. Well, but Walmart's shelves are pretty picked over. The last time I was there, and again, the, the for some reason the Princess Leia figure seems to be the one that's still there um, of the uh, Empire Strikes Back um, special edition ones, the Kenner ones. Yeah. But yeah. I'll say I will say that I did uh, stop in at Toys R Us this week. And I'm looking, I was looking for a skateboard. Shannon wants to try skateboarding, so I was looking for skateboards there. And they've actually moved all the Star Wars figures into a different area. It was, like, weird because it used to be their, their video game area. It was, like, the more secure oh, yeah. part of the store yeah. where they have another gate there. And um, they've actually – the video game section is pared way down, and they've got more collectible figures. So that's where you would find the Marvel Legends and all those other type of, of lines of, of collectible figures. So that's where they have the Black Series. Um, and in the Black Series, they had, um, I'm sure that you have some of these. I'm trying to zoom in and see what I've got here. They've got, um, we've got uh, Admiral Holdo, Vice Admiral Holdo. Do you have that one? Are you, are you aware uh, of that one? From, uh, from the Rise of Skywalker? I don't have it. I don't know if I've ever seen it, to tell you the truth. Okay, well, they had it there. They also had Ray and Dio. Okay, um, I've seen that's that. also from the last, uh, from Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Um, they had uh, Janna. Uh, yeah, I've seen. Uh, that, that's Finn's new yeah. girlfriend, the other stormtrooper. Um, they had um, they had Luke Skywalker from the metal scene. So this is with him with the gold. Oh jacket yes, I've seen that one. Yeah, at the end of, the, of a New Hope, and also there's one from Wedge and Tilly's. Yeah, um, which is cool because it's got a, like a, a removable white rebel helmet, which is really neat. Yeah. It's really cool. That is cool. So there's that. Uh, see, that's more of the same stuff. Uh, and then they had, I saw this really cool um, Imperial Probe Droid. Oh. Um, this has actually got special 40th anniversary Empire Strikes Back uh, packaging, although it's still like the it's still the box. It's still like a Black Series box. But it's got the little 40th anniversary logo on it. And that's cool. That looks really that's cool. That's what I it's thought. Like super yeah. nice. I thought it was super um, cool. I came very close to buying it. It's still there. For, I've still It's still kicking around. 45 bucks. It's yeah. 45 bucks. So it's more expensive than a normal Black Series figure. I do, it's bigger. I think it's, it's one of those where you kind of like, ah, the price could drop on this thing. So you just kind of... Well, like they, they, there was a pl- these all of these figures. There was more, definitely more than one yeah. in stock, and they had like lots. So it wasn't like they were flying off the shelves. Another one I thought was very, very cool um, from uh, Solo. It's Emphis Nest Swoop Bike. Yes, with Emphis Nest, and it's so cool. It is it cool. Makes, I would love, and that's cheaper than the freaking Pro Droid. That doesn't make sense. Bucks. Yeah, I don't know why that's that that is cheaper than that. But anyway, that that seems very very cool. Um, so that's yeah, Emphis Nest is again like the cool design of that character's costume and the swoop bikes and every part of that, which is so awesome for um, 
for Solo there. So that was there. And then they had some cool helmets, including a Boba Fett helmet that had some kind of weird digital... I couldn't tell what this was. So you know Boba Fett where he has that thing that kind of flips down over his eye? So that thing on this helmet, you can't, I mean, you can't see it there, but the little thing um, actually lights up Ooh. and it looks like a screen. So I don't know. I couldn't really see what's involved in that. Um, then they also had a uh, rebel, a rebel helmet as well. Oh, like that. So, cool. but these are ones that would actually fit on your head as well. So those are kind of cool. That was Toys R Us. So I found, saw some cool stuff at Toys R Us. I would totally buy one of those helmets if my it didn't have such a bulbous head. Uh, you can't nothing, <laughs> nothing that they make in terms of a helmet can fit on my goddamn head. Let's just, let me just throw it out there. So um, for me, whenever I see that stuff, I'm like, I'm super interested. But I, you're not going to catch me in the in the toy aisle looking like a fool with that thing stuck on the top of my head. <laughs> no, but it's for you when you go to the conventions. It's like when you go yeah. to the conventions, you can cosplay as, a, as Wedge or well, something Well, if it like fit that. my head, I could. But, that, but, but uh, I, I really like the way those look. The, what's interesting about the, and the, the Boba Fett helmet looks really cool, but I know so many people who've done like really good Mandalorian. The Mandalorian Mercs oh. here in, 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 in Winnipeg, and of course it's a, it's a worldwide organization, but they make excellent helmets yeah like they there's do. all kinds of tutorials you can make your own kind of mando helmet or whatever style you want and so there's some really cool stuff there so i mean it takes a lot of work obviously and it's probably more expensive in the long run but you get some really uh, authentic looking helmets i also saw this this is not a black series figure but this is the uh stormtrooper on the uh catapult bike remember when How they big is they fly that now? it's the it's, a, it's the um yeah it's a six no way yeah i've never yeah. seen so that they fly they fly now. It's not a black series though. It's not in the box. It's in a different kind of wow. character. But it, yeah, so that's uh, I don't know if it actually like pops them up. Oh yeah, it does. Look. Pops them up. Okay, it does. It like it, it throws them up in the air. Yeah, crash effects. Oh, okay, so it, like falls apart when it crashes into stuff. And the other thing I saw there was um, uh, I almost bought it too, and I didn't. I'm like I don't know what I would do with that. But it was like only five bucks for the the three and three quarter inch uh, Snoke in his gold robe. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. I don't know if I really want Snoke in his gold robe as he's lounging around in his. See, I bought it. Huge... I bought the six-inch figure because it's yeah. just so ridiculous, and it's also, it's also there is real no other figure uh, that looks that way. And so to me, that's why I was like, okay, this isn't a remold. This isn't anything. The the dude's dead now, and and he's, mm. now he's revealed to be a useless clone, a bunch of clones in a fucking tube. So nobody's gonna want him. And so on that basis, I was like, ah, this might be my only chance. So I got it. But I know what you mean. Yeah. There's, it's, it's a weird figure to buy, but I like it. Well, the other thing is that it was only five bucks. I mean, those, those ones, the old uh, uh, Last Jedi figures, it's been out for a couple of years now. So I guess these are ones that just didn't sell. And I can't but they had something else, and I can't remember what it was. But anyway, that was, uh, that was the only other one that caught my eye. I also, we also went to Walmart, as I said, and saw something really funny. And, and Luke made the comment that oh that's a ripoff of star wars and it was called space sword and it was in it was oh. in the um star it was in the star wars section right beside all the star wars figures but this is not a star wars product and it's just a, basically a knockoff lightsaber that does pretty much exactly what you think the lightsaber does it lights up look at this guy they have on the cover it's like a spaceman it looks like a halo uh soldier uh, it looks like the Master Chief with <laughs> It's like, oh, someone's someone's gonna get sued over that one. <laughs> this is totally super... ripped it off. <laughs> but it was only five bucks. So you know, if you want to get your kid, that's that's the kind of thing like Grandma would buy for the grandkids because she doesn't know the difference, right? <laughs> she doesn't, and that's where they get you. 
they have all these knockoff toys trying to trick people into thinking they're the real thing. They had so. these glow in the dark ones when I was a kid that me and all my friends had just because we couldn't afford the actual merch. So we just bought the glow in the dark ones and they were cool. And, and oh, and, yeah. Did you have to hold them up to the light to charge yeah, them? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And but yeah. but then when you shut off the lights, it actually looked like a lightsaber. It was actually pretty good. Yeah. And plus, okay. it was like this reinforced plastics. So the, the official merch would break, but this stuff, you just like hammer each other with the thing. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's, it's a little more sturdy to hurt your friends with, you know, <laughs> okay. which is what you want. Yeah, this was okay, too. It was pretty small, though. It looks like it's designed more for smaller kids. But uh, I just like that it was hilarious that Luke just noticed that and, and said, that's not a real Star Wars product. What are they, good for him. What are they doing with that? Yeah, for sure. So... Anyway, what else? Anything else about Star Wars you want to talk about this week? Uh, let me think. Did I see anything else about Star Wars? Gosh, I don't think I did. I al I'm always looking for that stuff, and I did see some of the um, some of those news stories you're talking about as well. But there seems seems like we're in just in a little we're in the calm before the Mandalorian storm in a couple months. Yeah, but I think again, I think it's a good thing. I said that what I was trying to get at when I talked about that article about Solo and being spoiled, Star Wars spoiled is that it's a good thing to take a break. So I'm glad that we're not in a... It was too much. It was too much, even though... Like, if they had waited a year... If they had waited until the trilogy was done and then released Solo after that, then I think it would have been fine. Like, I think that there was no need to try and make... A, you know, and they were trying to do, like, the the Marvel thing where they're trying to release multiple movies per year. As, as long as they stick to, like, one every couple of years, I think we're okay. And... Um, again, I just I wish that Solo didn't really take the brunt of that because it's a really good movie, and I, I want to revisit I want to revisit that movie. I want to revisit Rogue One, and eventually we'll get around to watching you know Rise of Skywalker together on this podcast. But uh, those for sure in the next few weeks, I'm going to try and revisit those two movies once I'm finished uh, some of the other stuff I'm watching right now because I'm kind of my slate's kind of full as far as I know as far as content. I mean, ironically, we've never had more time to consume stuff, and it's harder than ever to get it all in. But they're gonna, you know, that you know that the COVID nineteen thing delayed production on a lot of stuff. So even though they were, you know, they're so right now Obi Wan's in rewrites. They're working on that. Um, they are producing a second season of The Mandalorian that will be out in the fall. So, but we don't know anything else as far as any new movies, anything else coming up. Like we still have no announcements as far as what's coming next as far as the film franchise is concerned. Yeah. And so that's that's, that's fine. That's, I think uh, as long hey, keep yeah. the Disney Plus content coming and we'll worry about the movie when it's announced. Well, because well, they I think part of the reason that they're kind of holding off they probably would have announced if not for COVID nineteen, they probably would have announced something. There would have been a celebration this year, right? So so we missed out on celebration. So they probably were saving some of those announcements for celebration. So they're waiting now to see what happens. And of course, we don't know what kind of shape. Again, we, we talked, if you, if you missed Media Nerds last week, we talked about the theater industry and what that's going to look like after this is all said and done. So I think Lucasfilm is also waiting to see what that's going to look like and what going to the movies will look like after uh, after COVID-19. So we'll wait and see. Um, but yeah, I, I really, like, I think they're going to still continue to make, make uh, content. Obviously, they're still making video games and those are going to be uh, good, hopefully. We got that, that, um, that fighter pilot one coming out. What is it called again? Rebel Squadron. Squadron. Yeah. Squadron. squadron yeah. Uh, something squadron. Squadrons. Squadrons. Plural. Because you're also is it bad just guys squadrons? squadrons. I don't know. I don't I, remember. I, I'm not gonna look it up. Cat's cat's looking like she wants to pounce on my computer right now. <laughs> watch, watch this. Wait, wait. Are you gonna do it? Are you gonna do it? Nope. This is great content for the people listening because they have no idea. We should record the video part of this. 
<laughs> All right, she's sniffing around. Anyway, never mind. That'll be perfect for teaching yeah. next year. I know. I can't wait for that. Oh, I, I believe me, the students will love it. I guarantee you they'll love it. Oh, the cat just stuck its head in front of the camera. By the way, <laughs> you, you just reminded me, when we, I'm not going to name names here, but when when we had a staff meeting on, um, on uh, Microsoft Teams and everybody was in the grid, Outside mm-hmm. the window of a, of one of our staff members was a cat licking its butt. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. No, I, awesome. As far as I know, nobody else noticed it. I didn't, I didn't, I I didn't I'm it. not naming names. I'm just saying that I saw Actually, that. I, I don't look at it in that view. When I'm looking at, when I'm watching like a meeting, I have it in the one person per and it just, it switches over to whoever's talking. I don't look at the grid and it's just too much to look See, at. See, I me, used so. to have it that way, but then I switched it to the grid and then I just got too lazy to switch it back. I, I, now, I, and when I switched it, it crashed. That was the other thing. So the, I'm like, no. the benefit of the grid is that you can see people who don't think they're on camera, like me, probably. And I like, I lean way back like this. I'll be like, oh. like yawning. So you can probably see me doing. That. <laughs> when is this meeting going to be over? It's, yeah, right. it's hard to it's hard to stare at Zoom all day. You can't do it. Oh yeah. That's oh, that's a nice kitty. She's good. She's very good. All right. That's going to do it for this episode of the Star Wars Nerds. I'm Dan Vadavonker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the force hit you in the ass. How are you? Tiki 421, you copy.